0: Hello, it's Blaze, and I'm going to tell you something really ridiculous right now, and I want you to just stick with me and see how you feel about this statement. You should be talking to your breakfast every morning. Now, what did you think when I said that? Did you think, uh, Blaze, your breakfast does not talk back to you? Why would you talk to it? Did you think, are you talking about saying a prayer, like grace? okay, I already do that. Or did you just kind of blank out and go, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) So there is a technique that I teach in my coaching course, and it's called talisman transformation method. In this particular lesson, we learn about the power of speaking to our food, speaking to our breakfast in particular, and how that changes the way that you think and the way that you start your day. And I thought, you know what, it's just such a fun thing. I want to share it with all of you. So the reason that I say talk to your breakfast in the morning is that we have so many things going on in our lives, and we have so much stuff that we actually don't really tune into it very much anymore, it becomes the subconscious background of how we're living and what we're doing. And even our food, a lot of times is pretty unconscious. It's just something that's sitting around that we have, we pick it up, we eat it. When we're hungry, we grab it. But we don't think very deeply about the substance of it itself a lot of the time unless we're on a diet and then we probably have judgy thoughts about the food too. So we're like, oh, this is good. food is good for me, this food is bad for me. I should eat this, I shouldn't eat that. Maybe I shouldn't have too much. But even those kinds of thoughts and interactions while they're very valid and I have those thoughts too, don't actually, you know, interact with our food in a way that acknowledges that the food exists and could actually be giving you some information back. So what if that was possible? What if your food had a message for you? Or you could impart some of your own energy with the energy of the food and kind of change your life? I've thought about this a lot, and I've started using the experience of just holding my bowl of food in the morning and being conscious of the items that I choose to put in that bowl, and really smelling the food, breathing it in, imagining, you know, happy, good thoughts is what I like to do towards my food to say, wow, thank you so much for being here that I have food to nourish myself. Thank you for, you know, having nutrients that will go into my body. Thank you for your life experience. Like you grew somewhere, you're, you know, a plant or a fruit or a vegetable. Sometimes it's meat. Like what was that food's experience like if it was bread or grain? Like how did it grow? How was it gathered? How did it come to become bread? How did it get in my toaster oven? Right. How did I put it together? What was my effort putting together the meal like? And was I present for it? And it slows me down. And slowing down allows me to just have a much more, I would say, technicolor kind of experience where I'm like, whoa, I'm actually noticing the scent, the texture, like the feeling on my fingertips, the taste, like I can almost taste the food before I put it in my mouth. There's a sense of time, like the time it takes for the preparation, and this kind of expanding sense in my mind of how much time and energy and sunlight went into making the meal that's coming to me. And it lets me feel a lot of gratitude. And it also lets me, because I'm so present, be able to decide wait, do I like this feeling right now? Do I like what I'm putting in myself? And how am I starting my day? how did I already start before I even got here, before I started to pick up my breakfast and have this conversation? Did I wake up upset? Did I wake up agitated? Am I holding on to something from yesterday? And is that preventing me from having like enough clarity and focus and presence to even just take 20 seconds with this bowl of food before I eat it to just notice what it actually is? And, you know, this handful of blueberries or strawberries or whatever I'm putting together I want to be able to take 20 seconds and not feel rushed. And I got to tell you, it's a challenge every day. It is a challenge, even though I've made this into a part of my day to slow down for 20 seconds and be with my food because there's my daughter talking to me, or I have to fill the water pitcher with more water, or the TV is going, or I want to check my phone, or I want to log how many calories I think this food's going to be. There's so many things that kind of get in the way of just having that moment. But wow, just knowing that I'm going to encounter all of that makes that moment so much more important. and <laughs> It's so critical for me to have. So the reason that I teach people to do this is because there is an energy about things Like we definitely notice our environment way more than we give ourselves credit for, because we think of our environment as this background to the action in our days, but it really, it is the stage that we're on in our life. And most of us have a lot more input about that environment than we think we do. So how we set up our space, how we move around in it, how clean or uncluttered we keep it, how much stuff, what colors, the kinds of foods, you know, did we get gifts Is our utensils something that we picked out? Did we have them as a present? Is it a hand-me-down? All of those things. And what do we think and feel about that? Because we actually do have some subconscious thoughts and feelings about all of the things in our environment. When we slow down enough to notice it, it gives us a lot of power and a lot of presence in our life to go, oh, wait, I can actually interact more with this. I can decide what I like I can decide what I don't like. I might be able to let go of some things. I might want to bring something in that's missing. That's a lot of freedom right there. And the reason I say, let's do this with our breakfast is because most of us do eat some kind of meal early in the day. And if we take that time at the beginning of our day to just check in and have that moment with an object, with the food that we're going to consume, with the plate that we're putting it on, with our hands, with our body... We have this chance daily to really recognize that we are not separate from the environment that we're in, that we are important, that we create it and that it creates us and that it's an interaction. And we have all of the power in the world to start directing that action in a way that's pleasing to us. As I take my moment with my breakfast and I repeat it day in, day, well, not day in, day out, but every day. And I've started to repeat it more than just the breakfast meal. It gives me this opportunity to notice. Now I'm starting to notice, like, gosh, is my body tense? What's happening? Is it because I slept funny? I have so much input that happens in that moment just from taking the time to slow down and check in with all of my senses, not just my thoughts, right? Not just visually what I'm grabbing out of the cabinet, but to actually feel it to smell it, to taste it, to be there, to hear the running water, to notice the TV, to hear, you know, the dog barking outside or whatever's going on. And really appreciate that I am here in this place in this time, appreciating this food. So I would encourage you and anyone you know, to maybe try it out and see what it's like to take this moment to be with your food and then maybe have a conversation with it. And the conversation that I have goes a little like this, like, wow, I'm just going to tell you like the one from this morning. I had raspberries, strawberries, some um, non-dairy yogurt, because I'm not doing dairy right now. And I was chopping them up and just noticing that the firmness of the strawberries and that actually the raspberries were pretty firm too. They were really bright red color that they were so like soft, the raspberries as well, like velvety, that they just, you know, plunked in my bowl and they added up and they were just this beautiful ruby color that I could breathe them in. And it smells to me like spring, smells to me a little bit like summer. And that felt really nice. And then I filled the bowl with water. And I imagined as I was holding the water wow, thank you so much food for the nutrients that are going to go into my body. Thank you for the sunlight that, you know, helped you grow. Thanks for your life and that you're going to be essentially sharing and giving your life to me. And I really appreciate that. And then I just thought the word love. And I've read in the past, these articles and seen videos about how water you know, it takes on different forms, it crystallizes differently with these different sounds, different words, different feelings. And they've replicated this a lot. So it's actually really fascinating that just the energy of a sound an energy of joy or love makes a more beautiful pattern than an energy of violence or hate or fear. So I take a moment to just imagine love in this bowl. And what is it like if the water molecules themselves are altering to be a shape of love? And maybe the molecules in the food are too. And we wouldn't know because they don't turn into like little raspberry icicles. But wouldn't that be neat if I get to just ingest this now and it's wonderful and it helps change my cellular pattern to be more loving, more appreciative. Awesome. I drain out the water from the bowl. I get my yogurt. I'm noticing that I'm scraping out, you know, the yogurt from the container, scooping it on top of my food, breathing that in. Now it's got this kind of tangy Hanginess to it and the scent. And I go into the closet. I have a, a bag of chocolate chips because breakfasts should be celebrations. I grab a little handful of chocolate chips and, like, man, how amazing that I can get just a handful of chocolate and throw it into my food and I can have that for my breakfast. Mm. Throw it in, mix it up, hearing the clinking of the bowl, hearing, you know, the, the squish. As I'm mixing it all up, and then I get to take my first bite, and I do, and it tastes amazing. And then at that point, I'm just off and about. I'm heading upstairs, I'm doing my day, I'm talking to my daughter, I'm getting her her breakfast. So it's like stretching out. That preparation time and occupying my thoughts not with what I have to do next, but what I'm actually doing in that moment, which is preparing food that I really love that's going to go into my body and appreciate it. And I'm currently working on paying more attention while I'm actually eating the food for the whole experience of it to really enjoy it. And I have not been hugely successful at this yet. It's an idea. It's a hope that I will become more conscious of the whole experience of eating. But I'm getting pretty good at enjoying at least the first few bites and the last few bites. And I think, you know, that's a success. I'm going to count it. <laughs> so what would it be like today if you talk to your next meal, if you slowed down just for a few moments and notice like, wow, it's amazing, like the weight of the knife in your hand as you're chopping up your food. Someone crafted that knife. Isn't that incredible? The, the scent, the flavor, just the incredible nourishing power of a meal that you have this chance to consume. And you get to think about how are you feeling in that moment? Are you carrying anything with you that you need to just set aside? And how can you nurture yourself around that? Like if I'm anxious or upset or angry, I try to set it aside while I'm making my food. But then I also want to, it it alerts me that I need to take time to feel those feelings, to figure out what needs to be healed there, what's coming up and why it's there, so that I can let it go and not have it just accumulate and become This unconscious river of information waiting for me to hear it. I'm wanting to make lots of opportunities for me to hear my own noise so that I can subdue it, so that I can be more present, so that my presence isn't this, this giant garbage pile. I want it to be this shining, beautiful thing. And, you know, it's going to be a process. I'm never going to have it perfect, but by taking time to notice what I'm carrying around, it makes more opportunity let a lot of it go. So that, my friends, is why you should talk to your breakfast. I highly recommend it. And if you already do talk to your breakfast, I'm really curious. What do you say? Does your cereal talk back? If it's Rice Krispies, it probably does. (laughs) But if not, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear what your experience of this is. Does it open up your heart in any way? Does it change the way that you think about your day? Has it given you a gift in some way. And is the gift that it's given you different from the one that I'm getting because I'm sure you experience this in your own unique way. I would love to hear from you. And I wish you a wonderful week and lots of delicious, fabulous, tasty food. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.